Hello, and welcome to A Call for Love. I believe the most powerful gift you can offer yourself is to give and receive love more freely. I'm your host, Linda Orsini, meditation guide and spiritual coach. Everyone has the desire to be seen, heard, respected, and loved. The journey to becoming more connected to your greater purpose lies within the ability to live from the deep source of love within you. Let's begin. Welcome to the best of 2023 holiday episode. It has been a year. We're almost full circle on a call for love. And I'm so excited to share the best episodes of 2023. I have a friend, Valerie Levine, and she's the host of Women's Empowerment Podcast. And at the end of each year, she shares her favorite and top ranking podcast episodes. And so I thought I would follow her lead. It's such a great idea. And looking back at all the episodes and which ones people enjoyed the most and the most feedback I got, it was so interesting to deep dive into the year. And wow, it was going down memory lane. And so I would like to share with you the top five podcast episodes in different areas. So the first one, the top episode overall, and it has to do with self-compassion, is known as the Pink Bunny. And the title is Three Steps to Soothe the Brutal Inner Critic. And that was actually episode four. Oh my goodness, do I remember that? It's actually about a year since that whole experience. And the clip that's coming up shares with you the three components of self-compassion that I had to experience because I went to a holiday function and it was very humorous. Well, it's humorous now. During the time, it was not much fun. I went through a whole inner dialogue of shame, embarrassment, you name it. With all the things going on in the world, no, it is not so important, but it was important to me at that time. Being dressed inappropriately for a big, beautiful Christmas party where I found myself so embarrassed and I had to move through the three steps for mindful self-compassion. So listen to this clip as it shares the first component. I really beat myself up because I was not dressed appropriately nor prepared for this beautiful event. This is where mindfulness, self-compassion really came into play. I had to dig deep and say to myself, Linda, are you going to be miserable? Are you going to bring this occasion and, and the glorious event around you? Are you going to allow it to bring yourself down? And I didn't want it to because I'm a very positive and upbeat person. So I thought, you know, I can overcome this. I will just grin and bear it. I will allow my joy to supersede how I look. And I proceeded in the evening, but it was really clear that I was not prepared for the evening for what it deserved, actually. It was a really beautiful evening and quite eloquent. And I felt very self-conscious. So this is the components of mindfulness, self-compassion, which is founded on Kirsten Neff's work. 
And there are three principles. They do not have to go in any particular order, but these are the three core values of mindfulness, self-compassion. And the first one is a sense of presence. It's a a sense of mindfulness. So it's tapping into what your thoughts, emotions, and your sensations are feeling without resistance or avoidance. So it's really being present to everything that's going on within you. And because I was so unhappy with myself and feeling so self-conscious, as I said before, I wanted to really label all my feelings. So I decided not only was I all those, but I also felt foolish. I felt really actually humiliated and even mortified to a certain extent. With naming these emotions, I could, I love what my other sister says. She says, name it to claim it. And I felt like naming and labeling these emotions will just allow me to soften into the mindfulness of them. So I feel self-conscious. So I feel embarrassed. These are my feelings. What am I going to do with them? Now, the next category is the top guest interview. I had many guests this year, and I want to thank each and every one of them for really offering their time, their energy, their thoughts, their feelings, and their inspiration. But the top listened to episode goes to Jody Pappas, my dear friend. And the title of this was Orthorexia, Healing Eating Gone Bad. And it was episode six. And she shared her journey from trying to be very conscious of her health and what she ate and how she moved her body to going to an extreme. And that's what orthorexia is. So listen to this clip to hear your inspiration and then go back to the episode. Give it a listen. It's still so relevant and so poignant. We need to have that ability to be able to weed out proper information from misinformation. And that's quite frankly, what I fell victim to through a series of events. It's partially because I was, you know, so open to receiving information that I wasn't using my own critical lens to be able to see what was real and what was false or what was realistic and what was not realistic. And so for me, what ended up happening, Linda, over a course of many, many years, as I went through different health challenges, or as my kids went through health challenges, I was searching for a way to make my body be healthier and to be healthier. And so if somebody would suggest something like, well, a simple banana should Mm -hmm. be smoothie from your life, because that could be the secret, then I would go, okay, I'm going to, I can live without bananas. That's fine. But then when you suddenly, you know, as I did, I got to a point where my list of things that I excluded from my life basically became, you know, a no fun life because that's the scary path that orthorexia can take you down, or that's the scary path that an eating disorder can take you down. And, you know, it's, it's funny because you know, I'm now 51 years old, but when I was probably at my unhealthiest in terms of not loving my body, 
not, not showing my body compassion or kindness or, you know, always trying to change my body because I was fearful of all the things that I was reading about and hearing about. And I was fearful of, of aging. I was fearful about my body getting out of shape. I was fearful of disease and things. And that's how these things occur. Quite frankly, it just becomes overwhelming. That's what happened to me. And this is my top favorite. Now, this episode is Fuck Fear, Show Up and Shine. Yeah, I swear again. You know, it feels a little awkward to swear. Sometimes I really like it, but in this platform, it feels a little uncomfortable, but that is my mantra. Fuck fear, show up and shine. And that was episode 33. And the whole premise of this episode was that it's hard to do the hard thing. It's hard to get over ourselves. It's hard to let go of those self-limiting beliefs and step into our power. And how do you do that? Well, here I share, it is one step at a time. I created a mantra or an intention, fuck fear, show up and shine, in order to do the hard thing. Because, you know, starting this podcast, creating content every week, creating newsletters, social media, really putting myself out on a limb was not easy. And I knew. When I wanted to make an impact and share my passion, I knew that I would have to step out of my comfort zone. And starting a call for love really required me to step out of my comfort zone. I needed a strong mantra to help me show up each and every week. And that was the one. And it's so interesting because this is episode 33. So it took me 33 weeks to get the courage to actually share this episode with all of you, all my favorite listeners. It's really close to my heart. It is my top favorite episode because I have even had people come up to me and share my mantra. And they said it has helped them. Well, what else would I want? That is like the highest compliment anyone could give me, especially that Something that worked for me works for them. So thank you for letting me know. And here's the clip to fuck fear, show up and shine. And my biggest support was my mantra. Every morning, I had this post-it note on my desk, in my bedroom, on my computer, Everywhere I could put it, I even made a screen share of this message. One time I was at an event and my friend saw this message. I haven't told you yet because it might shock you. And she says, what is that? And I changed my screen really quick because I was embarrassed. And looking back, why should I have been embarrassed? I was doing what I needed to show up every day. And so my mantra was, and still continues to be, fuck, fear, show up and shine. You're right. You heard me correct. I swore. Fuck, fear, show up and shine. Because guess what? That's the only way I was going to do the hard thing was taking the steps I needed to show up every day to do what scared me, 
It didn't just scare me. It terrified me. It terrified me to be so vulnerable, to be so authentic, to share deep from my heart to not only friends, family, and strangers, my message. That was my really moving forward in my life. It's something that I wanted to conquer. And that mantra, fuck fear, show up and shine, gave me the courage every day to just take one step forward. It didn't even have to be a big step. Just one step to move me forward in my dreams to really live from the deep source of love and power within me. That took so much courage. And I had to really imprint it in my mind. I had to shift before I went to bed. When I woke up in the morning, this was my mantra. It helped me do the hard thing. Because you know that story, the little engine that could? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Well, guess what? I think I can is not getting it done. I know I can. I know I can. I know I can. Maybe you don't know you can, but fake it till you make it. Because guess what? You can. I'm rooting for you. I know you can. If you want something bad enough, you can make it happen. This is my love letter to you. What scares you? What do you want to do that you haven't been able to do? The fourth category is what I believe was the most important episode of 2023. And that was just last week, just the episode preceding this, called Creating a Peaceful World Begins with You. I feel that this episode is so important. It's so close to my heart. It took the whole year to really articulate. And looking back at the episodes, there were thread in and out of the episodes, talking about the unconscious mind, talking about peace, talking about raising our vibration, talking about the collective consciousness. But here in this episode, episode 45, I really bring together all those intricacies, all those concepts, and mold them into one episode. That is so important now as our world is struggling, as there is war, violence, abuse, all those things. And so here I share in this clip just a really profound, I feel, a profound insight. If we want peace in the world, where does peace begin? Peace begins with us. I invite you to listen here. But as I sit here in Canada, I ask myself, what can I do to support my fellow human beings? And this is the epiphany. The answer lies in being the change you seek in the world. If you desire peace globally, ask yourself, do you have peace in your heart? Do you hold grievances? Is there a harsh inner critic? Do you have unresolved conflicts? Do you harbor anger and resentment? Are there people that you're not talking to? Are you judgmental? Do you hold on to things? 
This is what we want to notice. I'd like to share with you one of my favorite, favorite poems by Lasso. And it goes like this. If there is to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there is to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there is to be peace in the cities, there must be peace between neighbors. If there is to be peace between neighbors, there must be peace in the home. If there is to be peace in the home, there must be peace in the heart. It all begins with you. I think we can agree it all begins with you, with us, with me. So be the change you seek in the world. Think of it like this. If you want to see more kindness and understanding around you, you have to be kind and understanding first. This idea isn't just about good intentions. It's about taking real action in our own lives. Finally, the last category, the best of 2023, was the meditation, kind communication with the three gates. I think hands down, many people are really becoming more conscious of how they speak their truth, how they get their needs met, how they share their feelings, because everyone wants to be seen, heard, respected, and loved. And so in this meditation, this bonus meditation, which was number six, I share the story of the three gates, which was actually believed to have come from Socrates so long ago. And there's a progression of how and when to share your voice. You know, we do not want to bow down. We want to rise up and speak our voice, but to do so consciously and with intention and with kindness. And this meditation really speaks to that. And as we settle in to the last top episode category for 2023, this meditation will really bring deep insight into how you want to express yourself to others. So please enjoy this clip. There are three gates. And at the first gate, ask yourself, is it true? When you are experiencing an event, a circumstance, something somebody has said or done, Ask yourself, is what you're thinking true? Byron Katie's first two questions of her method of inquiry called the work ask, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? Observe your thoughts and see if you can let go of judgment, since judgment is a perception we place on the event or experiences. 
So just ask yourself, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? For example, if you're walking and you pass by somebody you know and they do not acknowledge you, are you going to read into it that they don't like you, they didn't want to talk to you, that you're not worthy, that you're not enough? Is that perception you have created, is it absolutely true? If it isn't, then you stop there. You allow the thought and the illusions to just melt away until you can find clarification after. But if you believe something to be truly true, if it's unquestionable, and if it's factual and true, then you can approach the second gate. As we celebrate the best of 2023, I want to thank you for listening, for joining in a Call for Love podcast. You know, this year has been such a ride in the world and in our personal lives. And it's how we're showing up every day, consciously being present and noticing what's going on in our world, in our lives. And that takes courage. That takes commitment and effort. I really thank you for joining this journey, sharing this ride with me. 2023 was a year of so many things. The world is changing day by day and that I am here to share this episode with you and culminate a whole year of looking back in the archives is very special to me. And I thank you for walking along this journey with me. Sincerely wishing you so much joy this holiday season. And if you cannot find joy, if you are lonely, if you are sad, if you're depressed, then please reach out, send me a message, and I would feel so grateful to be able to offer you comfort in any way that I can hold space for you. So as we wrap up the best of 2023, I thank you for joining me. From my heart to yours, namaste. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message and subscribe to a Call for Love podcast to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.